Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave coming to you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic, Yorkville, on Monday, September 17, 2018, with your daily health update. Hopefully you all had a great weekend and you're looking forward to a wonderful week, middle of September. Going to share six areas of health and wellness information with you today. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together. However, you just never know which one of these little health tidbits can be useful to you or someone in your life. Could help steer things in a good direction, create some positive outcomes. And it's always good to share these ideas with your healthcare provider to work together towards making your health and wellness as good, as great, and as wonderful as it could and should be every day. So sometimes Monday is a little bit of a challenge because it's kind of back to the routine. Weekend kind of gives us some freedom. We're able to rest and enjoy and uh, the schedule is hopefully a little bit lighter. But even if it is busier, hopefully it's full of some stuff that makes those great experiences in our lives. Um, But Monday can be a little bit depressing. And uh, this study finds that depression can actually affect brain function in elderly diabetics. Among a group of 738 seniors with normal cognitive health, researchers observed that participants with a history of diabetes performed worse on assessments of their executive function, language and semantic categorization, and overall cognition skills. That from the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, July 2018. So here we see the concomitant effects of having multiple health conditions at once, one that's a systemic or organic problem like diabetes, and then a mental health challenge like depression on top of that can really complicate outcomes and cause things to accelerate in terms of deterioration of maybe something like onset of Alzheimer's. So um, what that means is being studious on your overall balance in multiple areas of your life, uh, like we've talked about moderation, including areas of function, food, fitness, sleep, dealing with stress, and um, adding in some complementary and alternative medicine approaches, working with other people to ensure that uh, your body is getting better every day and not worse. How about uh, being overweight? Do you think that could change the heart structure of an individual, especially a young adult? According to this study, being overweight may thicken heart muscle tissue and increase blood pressure, elevating one's risk for future heart disease. The researchers analyzed data on thousands of healthy young adults and found a link between a greater body mass index and both higher blood pressure and enlargement of the left ventricle of the heart. The lead author explains that the thickening of vessel walls is widely considered to be the first sign of atherosclerosis, a disease in which fatty plaques build up within the arteries and lead to heart disease. However, the findings suggest that higher body mass indices cause changes in the heart structure of the young that may precede changes in blood vessels. So the results support efforts to reduce body mass index to within a normal healthy range from a young age to prevent later heart disease. That from the journal Circulation, July 2018. Sometimes uh, in lifestyle-based care, there are some things that perhaps based on the fundamentals of how your body works are kind of self-evident. And, um, you know, not eating well forces the body to adapt or change to uh, that poor diet. Um, because it's getting exposed to things that are harmful as well as probably lacking things that are beneficial. And that deviation from the moderation of good stuff creates side effects in the body. And one of the changes here they're seeing in the, in the increase in the body mass index with the poor diet is the challenge it places on the cardiovascular system. Something that we've known, um, but this actually documents those changes based on the specifics 
uh, of what's happening with one's choices every day and then the changes it has in the body and then finally the effect on that particular system. So obtaining and, and being closer to a better uh, body mass index, better weight, uh, leads to better body function and less negative side effects, even in younger adults. It doesn't necessarily be age-related problems are kind of a misnomer. It's just what you've done over time. It comes back to the functionality, and that's a good thing to focus on. So sometimes people believe that uh, having caffeine can help uh, accelerate weight loss because of the increased energy burn that comes with it. However, in this study, it says caffeine is not helpful to dieters. Caffeine is often found in weight loss aids claiming to curb appetite and speed up metabolism, but new research suggests otherwise. In a study involving 50 healthy adults, researchers observed that participants ate 70 fewer calories in the morning after drinking a small amount of caffeine equivalent to 4 ounces of coffee. However, the participants tended to eat more later in the day, suggesting that caffeine had no effect on total calorie consumption. The study author writes that this reinforces the importance of good eating habits and not relying on unsupported weight loss aids or unhealthy practices. That from the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, July 2018. And again, some of these things that we may know are obvious, but maybe we don't uh, pursue. But again, some of the research and literature, what it does is hopefully motivates us to take action because, uh, again, it's putting facts in front of us that encourage us to make some better choices. And in this study, they found that active teenagers are healthier. Encouraging teens to be physically active can lead to a number of health benefits. In a study that included over 400 high school students, researchers found that teens who engaged in at least one hour of physical activity at least five days a week had a greater overall sense of well-being and life satisfaction, a lower risk for depression, including self-harm and suicide ideation, and a reduced risk for substance abuse, including tobacco, alcohol, and illicit drugs. That from the International Journal of Adolescent Medicine and Health, August 2018. The challenge is how to have our teenagers choose or opt in to something that uh, engages them in this uh, hour, hour worth of uh, fitness at least five days a week. And um, uh, that conversation, that strategy is the important one. And there's probably no research that <laughs> is conclusive in getting every teenager to choose this uh, as part of their life. But uh, you know what? It's uh, encouraging to know that the effort is not lost in terms of the positive outcome. So in some loving kind of way, we try to embrace the concept and share with those young people in our lives to keep this as part of their focus through some of the hardest years of our lives, not only high school, but then into college and university, where time management becomes a challenge our focus shifts onto that education and our career and and trying to move on with our lives but keeping fitness as part of that status stage of our life uh, ensures a better outcome uh, versus not having it there it supports that process rather than detracts from it regardless of the time that it takes there's a huge positive return on that so let's stay active as best we can and then to support the chemistry of that, uh, we want to make sure we're putting good things into our body, including whole grains, because there's benefits to whole grains. Whole grains are an important part of a balanced diet as they provide a source of fiber, several B vitamins, and important minerals such as iron, magnesium, and selenium. The Department of Agriculture notes that adding more whole grains to one's diet can reduce constipation, improve heart health, aid in weight loss, and prevent neural tube defects um, during fetal development. That from the Department of Agriculture, August 2018. 
And of course, your source of whole grains um, becomes uh, the question. And it's good to try and get those in as natural form as possible with as little processing. Um, and, uh, and so that's probably not going to come from white and brown bread, um, but some other sources um, instead. So good to Google and find out what your best sources of whole grains are. Try and add those in moderation, of course, uh, into your diet as best you can. And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, neck pain can affect your shoulder movement. In this study, researchers found that among a group of 60 adults under the age of 45, those with chronic neck pain exhibited reduced function and range of motion in the shoulder. Additionally, the research team observed a relationship between greater neck pain intensity and worse shoulder joint performance. That from the Physiotherapy Research International Journal, August 2018. It certainly happens several times uh, through the course of a month, if not a week, that someone with shoulder discomfort comes in and we not only work on their shoulder, but we check the junction where the neck meets the upper back. And if we're able to restore some function to that area, they notice an improvement in their shoulder function almost immediately, which is kind of a nice side effect because there is a correlation between the function of those parts in the upper back, lower part of the neck, and the shoulder. So worth getting checked out for sure. All right, so Monday, great week ahead of us. I hope you make the most of it. Your quote today comes from Samuel Goldwyn. He says, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And uh, there's this saying in... Uh, that uh, success in life, regardless of the area that you're looking for that success and how you define it, but it comes when opportunity meets preparedness. You have to be ready to take advantage of the luck that comes your way. Otherwise, uh, all the luck that you're looking for, if you don't realize that it's there, can't take advantage of it. And when you're focused on health problems, sometimes opportunities pass you by. So it's good to try and improve your health as much as possible. Get yourself better so that you're better able to take advantage of any opportunities that come your way. And when you're prepared, you can be uh, steering yourself towards success, whether that means health outcomes, career, relationships, finances, anything along those lines, uh, it all starts with being healthy, at least in my mind. So I'm happy you're plugging into these daily health updates. Keep up with that healthy habit. I'm sure it'll pay some dividends and I'm going to catch you tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there, create those great experiences and stay well.